Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, welcome to On the Mic. Do you think your hair is sort of looking like a solar cell for a sex machine, you know, that little clear bit at the top? Or maybe people are saying you're growing too tall for your haircut. Yeah, you know, hair's a funny thing. A lot of people get a bit afraid of talking about it when they might have done something to their hair because everyone thinks, ah, he's got a wig. Or, you know, you've, you've seen it before. Someone walking down the street and it looks like they're wearing a mop. Well, times have changed. Technology has changed. And what they are doing now with hair restoration is absolutely incredible. And that is why so many celebrities, Kevin Costner, Matthew McConaughey, Robert Downey Jr., they may or may not have done it. I, I can't really tell, but someone who can is one of the greatest hair restoration experts in the known universe. It's Dr. Vikram. G'day, mate. Hey, Mike. How are you? Dr. Vikram. And uh, it just so happens that he may have also done a few tricks to my hair. Yeah, you can actually cut hair from the back of your head and stick it in the front, strand by strand. Here's the guy that stuck it in me. I mean... Yeah, we'll edit that bit out. Though. Okay, maybe maybe, maybe that, that, yeah. that line doesn't work. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to do the big reveal. Should we Absolutely. do it now? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, let's uh, go. And, and I'm trying out my new gear here as well. This is the uh, the new Rode Podcaster. It's absolutely amazing. I got it from uh, Josh and my friends at BSG in Brisbane. If you need any sound and vision gear, these guys are the experts. Sales, hire, repair. They've got an amazing showroom in Brisbane worth checking out. You can buy online, of course, as well. BSG. And look, look at this thing. And it's got sound effects as well. So actually, I was going to play this um, intro music. Yeah, welcome to On The Mic with Dr. Beckham, yeah. Um, and we've got uh, also a little bit of applause. Yeah. Like a monkey can use this. It's so easy if you want to make your own podcast. Hey, it's hey. a joke. And, uh, and now I'm going to do the big reveal with uh, reveal music. You ready? Yeah. Uh, ta-da. Look at my beautiful, fresh head of hair. <laughs> Mate, you did such a good job. Thank you very much. No, no, no. With headphones on. So the, the way uh, we came across each other, years yeah. ago, I, um, uh, I met uh, Dr. Nudson. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Uh, gave me a little bit of a hair zhuzh. Yeah. And, uh, and years later, I was interviewing Mike Gunner, who's the Married at First Sight guy. Yes who has the shaved head, but uh, he was bald, but he got the hair yeah, tattoo. Yeah, I saw the episode, yeah. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah. But anyway, he had so many people contact him about having the hair tattoo that he decided to become a hair tattoo expert himself. No way. So now he's doing it nonstop. Right. And, and uh, so I noticed that you'd seen that and we got talking. He said, why don't you come down to Melbourne? And, and I realized because so many people messaged about that show because I talked about how the fact I had a little bit of hair put in. Yes. And, uh, and, and I thought, well, people need to know because it's such a – a realm of secrecy around it. I mean, girls get their boobs done. They get these huge chunks of plastic or silicon stick in the front or they're getting their bums done and people yeah. are getting abs put in, you're getting boats. So what, what, what is the big issue with getting a couple of tiny little bits of hair out of the back and put in the front and it actually grows? That's the thing yeah. I can't believe when I tell people. They, they go, oh, it's pretty short. And I go, it's, I only had this done like a few days ago yes. and it's already, it grows. Yes. Well, um, I mean, the idea is that 
when it grows, okay? And everyone sort of wants instant gratification. Mm. And the problem with hair transplant, it doesn't give you that. Yeah. You know, you have a hair transplant today, you're not rocking with a full head of hair by the mm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does take 10 to 12 months to grow. Mm. Although the next day in Melbourne, I got on the plane, I didn't have a hat on and no, no one noticed. And, and I, c- I can notice people's eyes because, you know, in people's eyes, they go, oh. You know, you know, they're looking yeah, at something yeah, weird, yeah. but no, they, they didn't notice anything. But it's, uh, and I've got a head shaped like a big peanut, you know, like the, you know, Andre Agassi's head, how it sort of goes down <laughs> yeah. in the middle. Well, yeah. mine, mine's worse. It's like a valley. Yeah, right. So just, just to not scare little kids. I think it's better that I have hair on my head anyway. And everyone likes to feel good about themselves. Sure, absolutely. You like to feel good about the way you look. Well, you like to have to not pay for a new headshot and, and still look like <laughs> the same one from a few years ago yeah. as an actor and as a presenter and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, well, the hair frames the face. Mm. So, uh, and it's really uh, amazing what, you know, different hairstyles and having hair, how that affects, you know, the framing of the face. Mm. And in essence, therefore, people's self-image, self-confidence and everything runs from that. Yes. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of celebrities out there have had it done. Should we go through some of the celebrities? Sure. So I is there any, any off the top of your head that you know, you go, hey, that guy's had it done? Well, <laughs> look, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... Don't know for a fact, but you know, it's pretty yes. obvious John Travolta's done something. Well, interesting. I saw you. You, you were showing me your uh, laptop with um, with uh, all, all the images there. And yeah. I could, I could say the one. And I was thinking, yeah, maybe this one's had it done. This one's had it done. Like Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Yes. Like, I don't think he's had it done. He's just shaved his head. I think head. he shaved his head. Yeah. I think Matthew McConaughey, if you look at it there, I mean, yeah. he's got, uh, you know, quite deep recession in that shot yeah. in the corners and he's got a very flat hairline i mean if he's definitely done it so potentially yes yeah uh, but interestingly enough john travolta what's going on with john travolta's well, hair the in- interesting thing with that is that i think for the longest time he's been wearing hair pieces oh okay because he's uh, i think he's recently come out and just accepted that he's i mean i've seen pictures of him you know over the last few years mm. where he's in been in various states of balding and i think he, i think now he's just shaved his head I think he's... Uh, yeah, well, he was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night and he had a shaved head. Uh, yes. But, yeah, so over the years it was a hairpiece. It was yes. a damn good hairpiece. So you well, see him on the red carpet at movie premieres. It's like, wow, he's got a nice full head of hair. Sean Connery as well. Yeah. I mean, Hunt for the Red October. Yes. I mean, that was not not his hair. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. Medicine Man. He had a big ponytail. Though, <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Um, but, like, other ones like uh, Ari Gold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He defi- definitely had yeah. his done. Yes. Um, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Come Bob on. Bob, yes. that is, yeah, if you look at the before and that's after. Got a, it, that's, not a, that's not hair um, restoration. That's, that's a wig for sure, don't you reckon? Uh, look, I mean, so the, the, here's the thing. Mm. Wigs these days look phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, uh, it looks really natural. Unlike sort of wigs of old or hair pieces of old where mm. you can go, oh, yeah, I can, you know, that looks like a dead animal pasted to your <laughs> scalp. Yeah. It looks like a loaf of bread from a Vietnamese <laughs> bread shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, some of it looks so bad. Yes, so ridiculous. The old, yeah, but the, the ones uh, that, uh, are being made today uh, certainly good ones good quality ones mm. very difficult if they're done yeah. properly very difficult to see you know what's real and what's well, my, my dad's got one and uh, he said when he's not around anymore he's going to give it to me as a family oh, heirloom there you go things can pass down Fam- from generation family heirloom <laughs> anyway oh, yeah, yeah. So just wait for the joke yeah. uh, <laughs> so uh, he uh, years ago back in the 80s he had a, a transplant yes. and the rest of his hair fell out but it was like these really bad concentrated yeah. dots of hair 
and uh, it looked like dolls here. Like, what were they doing? Drilling in people's heads so, back then? Yeah, so look, I mean, that's essentially how hair transplant, how the technology has moved on. I mean, previously, back, you know, 20-odd uh, years, 20, 30 years ago, they were using these plugs, and they were just cutting out uh, little sections of four millimeter, four to five millimeter sections mm. and then like tufts of grass just planting them in rows which you know gave you density but if the rest of the existing hair fell out and then yes it did give you that doll's hair uh, kind of look so mm. that's what's happened there and and what we've done is we've we've moved on from that mm. and um, not to get too technical but now uh, instead of moving out clumps of hair we're mm. moving around around groupings of hairs mm. what i mean by that is that if you look on you know if you look under the, the hair under the microscope hair doesn't always come out one at a time it comes out in groupings it comes out one at a time mm. sometimes two at a time sometimes three at a time in rare cases four at a time and if you take those natural groupings and move those natural groupings then it looks natural mm -hmm. so the idea is that when you move those natural groupings or what we call graphs i mean follicular units and mm. become graphs um you shouldn't be able to tell mm. that you've had anything done. Yeah, like uh, when I tell people, they're like, "Oh, really? They don't? They have no idea?" Yeah, and 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 people are fascinated by it because they just don't understand that that's how it's actually done. Because yeah. in the past, it, it's looked so bad. Yes. I mean, I mean, Dad now has uh, I won't say the name of the company that he'd signed up with for like. 15 years and yeah. he was paying up to $20,000 a year for these hair pieces that are sewn yeah. into the side of his hair. Absolute ripoff. I got online and I think I found someone at Alibaba that were better quality <laughs> and he got his hairdresser from that company to start her own business Right. And, and she's selling them for like a third of the price. But the thing is, for like half of that money, you yes. can just get some hair restoration done where it takes a little bit from the back and, yes. and moves it to the front. So you've got clinics in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne and New Zealand. Yes, and in Canberra. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, what, what amazed me when I went in there, uh, like you, you go into the, to the clinic and, uh, you know, you, you shave a little bit of hair out of the back yeah. and, and then you, you cut a line of hair. Yes. And all of the, uh, the nurses sit there at these, um, these microscopes yes. and, and they cut out of the strip of your hair yes. each little hair individually. That's right. Which is just mind-blowing. And then they give it to you. And what is, what is it? How do you do that? Like put it in and, and like a hair artist and make it look real? And Well, that, I mean, that's the thing. And that's what I love about hair transplant because it's a mixture of artistry and and science so you've got to when you i mean there are two techniques and the technique that you're referring to is, is strip surgery and that's that's great and you're cutting the that strip of skin with the hair on it into the individual groupings or the individual graphs and uh then um we what we're then doing is making what we call recipient sites, small holes in the scalp. Now, mm. that's really important because you want to make sure that you're making the holes, A, in the right place, all right, to give you full density. Mm. And also, you've got to create that hole at the right angle. It's got to match the existing hair. Because if you've got a hair coming out like that and you transplant the hair next to it like that, it's going to look stupid. So mm. you've got to make sure that everything blends in within the direction. So it looks, so, you, you know, when this grows, no one should be able to tell that you've had had surgery mm. so yes uh you know my staff are sitting there under you know with 50 power uh, magnification microscopes and they're, they're sort of carefully dissecting uh, everything to make sure um the tissue is trimmed and that the 
the grafts and the follicles are maintained healthy. And then we uh, use a, a variety of different devices, implantation devices, to implant the uh, the grafts into those. Uh, yeah, so what are, the, what are those tools that you use? Yes, yeah, so we use a combination of forceps and also uh, something called an implanted device, which, uh, you know, it, it holds the graft and then you, you plant them in one at a time. And so you just go, hmm, like Picasso of hair. Like, what will I do? I'm going to put a little bit here, yes. a little bit there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's about looking at the hair at the scalp as a whole and going, right, well, where, where do I need to put more density to give you the illusion that you've got more hair? How do we rebuild that frontal hairline mm. to look fuller to look, and to look natural? Okay, because there's no point in just creating a straight line yeah, because everyone can spot it. It's a lot of women are doing it as well. Yeah, a lot of women are doing it. Yeah, so, I mean, look, if you go back, um, yes, it's mainly been men. And certainly, um, uh, you know, if, you, uh, if I look at my practice, about sort of 80% are still men, hmm. uh, but 20% are women. And, and the thing is that th- the women that we operate on, okay, they are, you know, I think hair loss affects women far differently than it does men. I mean, men can, you know, theoretically, barring your peanut head, of course, can uh, <laughs> can 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 rock a, 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 you know, they can shave their head and that, that will be fine. Yeah. But for women, it's so much more, mm. there's a huge psychological uh, effect on them. So uh, women also suffer from female pattern hair loss. And if you can, in, in, if it's significant enough, we can, uh, we operate on women uh, and try and thicken up the area to give the illusion of increased density of hair. In, uh, so you can hair. operate on a woman just as easy as you can a Absolutely. man. Absolutely, yeah, no yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no difference. It's, it's skin, it's tissue, it's the same thing. And, no and, and do you only get hair from the back? Is there any other way of getting hair? Because I've heard rumors over the years of other people donating their hair, yeah. people taking their chest hair, yeah. their butt hair, their pubes, and putting yeah. on their head. Was yeah. that any of that true? Is uh, that look, uh, you can't have hair from anyone else. All right. So oh, you can't. Thing. No, you can't. I, I remember old... seeing a movie once as a, as a comedy. I can't, I can't remember what it was, and uh, the guy was donating hair yeah. to another guy. The, the only exception to that rule, uh, and I've never tested the, the theory, um, is if you've got an identical twin sibling, right. then uh, because of the genetic, yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, similarity, you can theoretically donate your grafts to a balding sibling. So you'd want your twin to go. Oh, I don't care about my hair, but he does. So that's he right. can, he can have mine out that's of the right. back. So, uh, that's right. So that's the only that's the only thing. Otherwise, you cannot donate grafts or hairs from uh, one person to another. Uh, to your next point, yes, you can take hair from anywhere uh, oh. and transplant it into into your scalp, for example. So mm. we do uh, do what we call body hair transplantation, which means that we can either take hair from the beard. Hmm. Uh, and transplant into the scalp, right. or vice versa. So people who don't be very have, coarse hair though, coming yeah, from your, so, your base to your head. Yeah, so you got to be careful with that. I mean, you can use chest hair. You know, I've used back hair as well. And and you, <laughs> yeah. back hair. Yeah. My brother's watching this. There you go, mate. <laughs> so uh, you can take hairs from different parts. The thing I, I'm always cautious and 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 what I tell people is that you got to be careful where you put it. And and certainly scalp hair is better on scalp. Mm. Okay, but if you're using other hair, say beard hair, yes, because it's coarse, it has a different sort of growth cycle. Mm. You know, we shave every day, for example, so the hair does actually grow fast on the beard. Um, you don't want it 
in very obvious areas. So you wouldn't rebuild the frontal hairline, for example, mm. with with beard hair. But if you've got a little bit of thickening in sorry thinning in the crown, yeah, you can you can put a little bit of um, beard or or body hair. What about if people couldn't grow a beard or they don't have a hairy chest? Can you take hair from somewhere else? And and because yes. you know you yeah. know so we, we some do people that commonly as well. Have uh, a gap. Yes. So people who you know want to can't grow a mo exactly so so a lot of lot of examples there people who can't grow a beard or a mustache who really want facial hair we can uh, transplant um scalp hair into into beard uh people who are transgender who are transitioning from uh female to male who want facial hair we can do the the same there so you can use you can use scalp hair on 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 the face as well that's amazing so you wouldn't want to go as far as to take it out strand by strand, would you? Oh, we do. Yeah. Yes. So you you, you punch out the grafts one at a time from right. underneath the uh, underneath the neck. That's how you do it. Yeah. Right. So rather than putting it in, do you use the same tool to take it out? Uh, no, we use um, it's different one. a different one. It's uh, it's called follicular unit extraction or FUE. Mm. It's for for want of a better description, it's like a really mini apple core, hmm. uh, which is on a oh. motor, which is on a motorized device. So right. if it's a, you're sort of coring around it, and then you extract them one at that a time. That must be so small. Yeah, yeah, it's tiny. It's a 0.7 or 0.8 millimeter diameter punch, so and it's a little machine. As so well. yeah, it's a, like it almost looks like a pen device, which is attached to a, a foot pedal, which uh, causes it to. Um, oscillate and rotate mm. uh, and uh, you just you know go over each graft and you you, you gently um, or very carefully dissect around it uh, and then you, you extract them one at a time do, do you use like uh, magnifying yeah, glasses yeah, on absolutely so I got, for that you use uh, eight times magnification so you, know, you, you really want to make sure because it, especially in that scenario you want to make sure that when you're doing it, you're not damaging the grass. Because if you damage it, there's mm. no point in doing it. It's not going to grow. Yeah, because when you wax, if you they were just waxing their face, it's, yes. it's just pulling the hairs out. It's not it's not pulling out the the, the actual roots. No, absolutely. And it'll just grow so, back. so you, you you pull the hair out with waxing or any uh, anything like that. You're pulling the hair out, uh, but the stem cells ostensibly are still there. Mm. So on the next hair cycle which you know usually after that uh, after the first one finishes about three months later mm. the hair that new hair will come through what about the stem cell therapy i've, I've seen a few things about stem yeah. cell therapy on hair around the place people growing their own hair in a petri dish and then sticking it in is, <laughs> is that a thing that's happening? that's the that's the um that's the holy grail all right we haven't got there uh, and ideally, you know, if we can get to a point where we can take some hair of yours and put it in a petri dish and and, and rec- you know and grow a thousand grafts, a thousand hairs from there, and then plant them, then then we haven't got a problem. Then that would be that's where we've um, been aiming for, and certainly we've, that's been on the horizon mm. for the last sort of fifteen twenty years. And it's a slow progress. I think we'll eventually get there, but we're not there yet. Mm. Uh, I think we're we're at the point where we can, you know, we can grow these cultures of of hair but we're trying to get the matrix to to hold it together in place so it's um it's on the horizon it's not there but i say it's been on the horizon for the last you know 10 years Mm. 10 15 years so eh, you know watch this space coming soon one other thing that you are doing which i was surprised Mm. when i went in there you told me about is the uh 
a plasma from yes. your blood, injecting yes. it around your scalp. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, no, that's really good stuff. That's uh, called platelet-rich plasma. Mm. Okay, and so or the Kim Kardashian vampire facelift. That's right. Yes. Which yes. okay, we're being open. I did try that when I was in LA. So PRP is essentially take blood from you from yourself. Mm. Okay, and you can't use anyone else's. You have to use your own, and then you spin it down with a, a centrifuge. And what you what you're collecting is what is known as the platelet-rich component, platelet-rich plasma, yeah. plate which contains the platelets and it contains growth factors. Mm. And what you can do with that, I mean, there's a, there's a myriad of things where it's indicated. So people are using it for um, people got osteoarthritis in joints. Yeah, because well, I, I give blood regularly yes. and, and uh, every now and again they say, would you like to donate plasma? And, yeah, that's and, different. Oh, is it different? Yeah, yeah, is it? That's different because that's whole plasma, which is uh, which right. is used for, for for yeah, not necessarily for cosmetic purposes, but you know, for if people are unwell from that perspective. Um, right. But okay. uh, yeah, we. I mean, for for PRP, you're only you're looking at taking only about twenty to thirty mils of blood from you, and you spin it down, and you should sort of collect about six to eight mils of uh, uh, PRP. Mm. And um, you can uh, inject that back into joints, into the into the face. It's very good for skin rejuvenation. And in now we, we know it, you can inject it back into the scalp. Hmm. Um, the, and it the, promotes hair growth. Well, that's the thing. I mean, this is the problem. People sort of sell it as stem cell therapy. It's not stem cell therapy. Hmm. Uh, as, you know, you should be very clear about that. It does not make new hair i mean i can inject all the prp i want on all the live long day into the back of my hand i'm not going to grow hair on the back of my hand yeah 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 what it does is it it um actually stimulates existing hair to grow okay and to grow healthier so what it might what it will do is try and thicken up the shaft diameter of each individual hair so it gives you the you know that feeling that oh yes i'm thickening in that area but if you looked under the microscope you know not really good you're not if you had 10 hairs in a in a field of you're not suddenly going to get 20. wow that's incredible so is there any other strange new technologies that they're looking at um so look i mean i think the thing at the forefront is the is the stem cells mm. that's the that's where it's it's moving to mm -hmm. uh, that we can ideally you know if you're going bald take a few you know 10 20 hairs mm. from you and, and then grow, yeah, and, yeah. and grow, regrow that into mm. a larger population then you can transplant into what about the, the pills People are taking all sorts of pills to, yeah, to help their hair grow. That's right. I was taking them years ago and, and it, <laughs> it uh, hmm, didn't really, didn't, didn't have any sex drive anymore. Really? Hmm. So that's the, I mean, that's an important, uh, that's an important discussion. And it's a discussion I have with all my patients mm. about it because the pills, uh, again, it's about what your expectation actually is. Mm. So pills, are not, there is no pill that I know of that makes you grow new hair. Mm. All right, so... To save the hair you've got. It's to save the hair and you've there's, got. There's Rogaine. So Rogaine... And there's a few other things yeah, like that. Yeah, so Rogaine is a, is a topical solution. It, the, it's minoxidil, mm. uh, and you can apply that. And again, what that does is it stimulates the hair to grow in a similar sort of way to the, to mm -hmm. the PRP. Um, and then you've got things like finasteride and mm. dutasteride. I think I was taking the finasteride stuff. This yeah. is like... 13 years ago or something well, like that. Yeah. I mean, interesting enough, finasteride is still, despite that, is still probably the gold standard. Really? Uh, in in trying to prevent hair it says, loss. It says on the box, you, you you might not get a stiffy anymore. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> yes. But the, it doesn't say it in that exact no, text. No, yes, that's not the medical speak. <laughs> but it, I think a lot of uh, people that it happens to generally take too much. You actually need a very small dose. Mm. 
uh, to actually. Some people are just like, give it to me. I need yeah. more hair. I'm going to keep taking it. I need it every day. I need. I need know, hair I... so I can get the ladies. But now I can't do anything with the ladies because <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. So you actually need a very small amount of the uh, the medicine in the system mm. uh, to result in enough blockade of, of the, the hormonal pathway that causes the hair loss. Mm. Uh, so to try and prevent that from getting any worse. And, and be clear, the goal of the medication is to stop it from getting any worse. Mm. If you want more hair, the only way I know of adding more hair to a scalp is surgically to do a hair transplant. Move it around. Yes. And have you ever had any weird requests, like someone wants more pubes? I haven't had that. Have you heard of anyone doing that? No, I had one person. Uh, the, I think the weirdest one I had was, <laughs> is wanted a unibrow. What? They yeah. No, they yes. didn't. You're what? making that up. No, seriously. Really? Yeah. And it was the first time I had that request. It's the only, been the only time I had that request. Who would want a monobrow? Yeah, someone wanted a monobrow. It doesn't make sense. Well, someone, someone wanted it. And so we had to... We... Is it, was it a model and it's a special look that she was going for <laughs> no, or something? No, no, or? no, no, no. no but we, uh, we, we created it very happy. So, I mean, you can move... Man or a woman? Man. He wanted a monobrow. Yeah. Maybe it's you know going to catch on and everyone's there could be a new part of your business making more monobrows for people. So I should advertise. Yes, we do monobrows. <laughs> okay, while we're going to strange territory, uh, let's talk about really bad hair transplants. Yeah. Because you see them all the time yeah. and you hear the shocking stories. I mean, if someone's looking into doing hair restoration by a doctor, yes, someone who knows what they're doing like you, they'll go, okay, I'm just going to shop around and see if I can have a holiday in Thailand or Turkey and see yeah. if I can get it cheaper. Yeah. And some of the pictures that you see come off of people going to those countries and you know going into dodgy surgeries one of them I was looking at online a lady was talking about how she went over there and they were doing four or five people at the same time yes and the doctor was just overseeing he wasn't even doing the, the right. hair surgery and hers was a mess it was just this like straight line and mm. it, she looked like a robot yeah you, you yeah you got me on a point that I'm very passionate about uh, I think both Dr. Nudson and I are actually quite passionate about it because a lot of what we see is uh, we do see a lot of people who have gone overseas to have procedures done. And I get why, because it's just, you know, from a financial perspective, it's very cheap uh, to go over there. Uh, and the marketing is insane. You know, uh, mm. I spoke to a guy who, um, who, who came back from having it done and said it was just they kept, you know, texting me and calling me and emailing me. And they, they offer, it's a flat fee for unlimited amount of graphs. Really? Yeah. So people come back looking like a Wookiee if they want. Well, that's the problem. Well, Went the pro to Tyler. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the problem because, um, you know, they uh, with this particular one, they took too much from the back. So the back looks all empty and bare and, and, and moth-eaten. So What do you mean they took too much? So they took too many well, strips? Well, in that, in that scenario, they did the FUE. So they took one by one, but they just took too much. Mm. And the back now, because that hair doesn't grow at the back, okay that now looks you know barren and moth-eaten and mm. for whatever reason it didn't grow very well on top so he's he's now left in that horrible scenario where it's very poor coverage at the top and really poor coverage oh, at the back. no mike gunner on the gold coast can help fix the scars there you go. by going over yeah. it with, with the with the tattoos what's yeah. the, what's some of the worst ones that you've seen because you fix those those yeah, horrible examples yeah. so i mean we see a lot of different things and again over harvesting that's it's a real tragedy now i, I do want to say all mm. right that you know there are some really really good surgeons in you know overseas in, mm. in all these countries in, in turkey etc 
But the problem is that most people that go there are not being operated on by surgeons. They're mm. being operated on by technicians who are just literally there to take as much hair out from the back and then they're, uh, you know, just putting it in any direction. Shuffle it around. They're not That's artists. Right. No. And then so, you know, you ask what are the, some of the things that we see? We see hairlines that one side is higher than the mm -hmm. other. We see hairlines where the hair is at the wrong, you know, obviously at the wrong direction. So it's just growing out at the wrong angle um, where the density is not right, poor growth. So a lot of these things and it's with... With hair restoration surgery, it's really it's ten times more difficult to correct than actually do it properly from the from the get go. So it is a real heart sink, and I do feel for a lot of people because they are promised the world when they go over, and they go thinking, you know, this is going to be great. They're picked up from the airport, their hotel is all taken care of, they're limoed to the clinic, uh, and then it just it becomes a um, you know they're never seen by a doctor or they're seen for literally 30 seconds when they arrive mm. and um you know they they're not quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One of the patients I spoke to said, you know, barely used any local anesthetics. I could feel everything Whoa. during the whole procedure. Anyone ever died from it? Look, uh, from a hair transplant? or mm. from Yeah, I think uh, there's been a couple of people. And again... Uh, Where was that? Yeah, so it's been, again, overseas. But I think certainly the one that, that happened a couple of years ago, or was it last year? Uh, one of those things where, you know, it was... I want to say predictable, but um, it was just very unfortunate. It was a gentleman that was very unwell, and they just tried to harvest too much. They mm. tried to harvest from the head, the beard, and the chest all in one go. Oh my God! And that, puts that must people, be so stressful for the body. It's so stressful, and that a person with you know a lot of pre-existing conditions mm. that was too much to handle, and then you know I think uh, over time that was there. So I think that's there's been uh, I want to say hair. Transplant surgery is very, very safe. Mm. All right, and generally, but there it is safe. Been. I mean, I was there reading a book, and you guys are just going meh, meh, putting yes, it in the front. That's right. Just yeah, you were really like, good. You had a. You I thought I'm a bit bored. I had a nap. Yes, <laughs> was yes. chatting to a couple of people. That's right. It's fine because then you don't knock people out when you when you do no, it. No, no. It, it's just a, you just numb the area. Yeah. So we just. Uh, I mean, if you give you a little injection in the arm, that's mm. a little sedative. It just helps you relax over the you know first couple of hours. And then everything else is done under local anesthetic. And the local anesthetic, like going to the dentist, it's that initial injection that stings. But then after that, you don't feel any pain at all. And then we can, again, harvest from the back and then make the recipient sites and then plant it in the front. So what's this new robot that's going on? Yeah. You got a, a machine that, that yeah. I didn't get that done, but apparently there's a machine that goes on the back of your head and pulls the hair out strand by strand. That's right. So it's I told you about that FUE machine, the the, the pen that sort of the apple cord thing. Yeah. It's effectively that, which is just controlled by uh, you know it's robotic in the sense that it assesses the angle uh, itself, but it's controlled by a human. So we have one in uh, Sydney Clinic. 
Uh, and um, yeah, it's essentially the the same thing. You're you're, you're lying face down on a on a chair, and uh, there's a grid uh, thing placed on the head. And then the the machine will um, be able to look at the hair, the the, and then the assess the angle, the exit angle of that hair, and then punch that graft out. Wow, what, what's a machine like that worth? Oh, uh, it's about uh, three quarters of a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And and the, is it true that the company that owns it? Yes. Um, they actually have to get paid for every hair that yeah, comes out. Yeah, it's a... So it's, it's a very a, expensive way of doing it's it. It's an interesting... Do you prefer uh, to use that or do you prefer to do it your way, the um, hands-on? I prefer the hand on, uh, hands-on method um, for, for a number of reasons. I like the control that it gives me. I can I can choose where I want to get the, the graphs from. And then uh, with, you know, it, when you come to the outer areas, you can sort of blend it into the existing hair. So mm. I can I can do that. Um, so I like the, and the, the, the punch technology is a little bit different than the, what the robot currently has. Mm. So I, I like the new hybrid punch technology and we're getting a bit technical there at that point. But um, so, but yeah, the, 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 the Artas machine is great. But yeah, to your point, it's a, it's a an expensive machine because um, you, you pay the company. So if we have the machine, we mm. pay the company every time we turn on the machine, mm. and every time it takes a um, a punch out, mm. it uh, I kid you not, yeah, bing, yeah, a couple of dollars goes to goes to the company. Mm. So it's um, so it, it's cheaper for you to do it more hands on to have a human than actually using a robot. Uh, it is slightly less expensive, yes, mm. uh, to do it. Uh, then do it by a robot. The machines are taking over. They're go. charging more than us now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, I mean, the the result, whether you do, um, and I say this to all my patients, the result, whether you do strip, whether you do FUE by hand, or whether you do FUE by robot, the outcome, say here or, or here, is essentially the same. It's only how you get the hair from the back of the head. So you obviously studied for years to become a, an actual doctor. Yes. But what made you decide to take the leap from being a doctor into yeah. uh, being a hair nerd like you are now? <laughs> it was like most good things in my life. It happened by accident. Uh, it wasn't. So you've got kids. <laughs> exactly. Daddy um, doesn't mean it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it wasn't anywhere on my uh, life plan or life horizon or anything like that. And so I had actually, funny enough, I'd actually, I'd met a, a, a colleague of mine said to me, oh, listen, I, yeah, have you ever thought about hair transplant surgery? I said, I didn't even know what, what that is. Mm. So I was doing a lot of cosmetic stuff at the time. And he's saying, look, I think you, your sort of personality, it sort of fits with your personality. Mm. And I said, okay. Uh, and he said, there's this guy called Russell Knudsen. He comes in and he, he might train you if you, you know, if you, if you're keen. Mm. I said, okay, I'll look into it. And I never did. And I met up with this guy a few months later. And he said, hey, did you ever, uh, you know, reach out to this guy? I said, no, I didn't. And I kind of felt bad after that because someone was giving me career advice mm. and I never really took it so I, I then uh, thought okay let me try this mm. and so I reached out to, to Russell and um, he said come in and watch and then yeah the rest is history and you watched it and you thought wow I could do this <laughs> no I actually watched it and I thought I don't know this was because it, it's you know when you're watching it yeah when you're watching it, it's completely different to, to doing it. I mean, when yeah. I'm doing it, I, I get lost in it right now. Yeah. I love what I do. Yeah. And, uh, and I sort of, um, when I'm doing I, I kind of just sort of block everything out. Oh, the girls that are on the, around the side, they, you know, when they're working on their mind, they'll be chit-chatting, and I, I don't sort of listen to anything. But um, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this is very slow-moving surgery. You mm. know, it's, there's, there's a lot. And just watching it, it was like, uh, I don't know if this is, 
this is me. Because how long are you standing there over someone's head and you know, putting in one single hair at yeah, a time? Yeah, you're there for quite a few hours, all right? So most of our surgeries start 7.30 or 8 in the morning. And most of them will go to sort of four, five, six, mm. you know. Sometimes. What's the longest one you've done? Yeah, we finished at quarter to 10. One night. Wow. Yeah. How many how many hairs did you stick in there? Yeah, well, that was just it was uh, it was just a very slow case. There was a, you know a lot of it was just very difficult to harvest and very difficult to plant. And we were there. Why was that, it difficult? Different people have different skin. All right, right. And so different. You know, yeah, because you said to me, "Oh, you've got good skin to move it around." Yeah, yours was right. great. Yeah, was like, so if someone's got really tight skin, it's harder. Very tight skin, tough skin. It's it's harder to cut. And if some people, the scalp's got a great blood supply, and mm. that's one of the things that make hair transplant work so well because the blood supply will feed those grafts and they will grow. But sometimes people just bleed a lot. Or sometimes the grafts don't sit well and mm. they, they slowly start to you know pop it so you've got to make sure you've got to be meticulous this is not something you can finish you know start at eight o'clock in the morning and you'll be done by by 11 now it's it sometimes is a, a long day i mean the, the quarter to 10 that's only happened once and mm. you know my staff have made me promise that that will never happen again so well my buddy dr charlie Tio, he operates on heads as well but he actually goes a little bit further than you because he's a neurosurgeon <laughs> right okay. and like he's had to operate for 48 hours yes. at one stage and he said people feeding him drinks like he's an yeah. athlete and he's you know stripping down to to his underpants because he's just exhausted and just yeah. needs to needs to cool down and um and plays music while he's operating uh, do you play music, or yeah, do you, we have, like, yeah, we, how do you entertain people? Because people are awake when they're getting this done. Yeah, so it's a, there's a variety of different things. So we can have music in the background. Some people, you know, will choose what kind of music they want. They can read books. They can play on their phone. They can watch movies. You know, it's um, at the end of the day, it's very, it's very relaxed. Unlike your your friend, I mean, we it's you've experienced it's very relaxed in theater. So we can stop you for lunch and we'll feed you for lunch if you mm. need to go to the bathroom. We can you know down tools and off you go and then, and then come back in and the same is true with me you know i say that you know sometimes i'm there for seven eight nine hours uh, i'm not you know we, i have the opportunity to take a break and you know uh, refresh and then and come back while while various parts are, are being done so um it's generally a very relaxed um sort of environment in theater i mean i should ask you what what you felt because you were the one who sat through the whole thing yeah, it was great i had, had about five lovely young ladies to chat to that's right while yeah. i was getting it done and uh and it's chatting to you and yeah when i wasn't talking to them and uh doze off for a bit and, well. and no one was talking for a while and i thought well i'll have a little nap yes and i did yeah. and uh I, and, and this is what it looked like It's a ridiculous time lapse. I think it, it's deserving of this. Thank you. Yeah, is that the first time you've done a time lapse of someone? Yeah, no one ever done that. Yeah, you were the first one who said, "Oh, look, I want to set this up and do a time lapse." I thought, oh, I have no idea what that means. Okay. Now that was cool. It was a really relaxed atmosphere. Everyone's really friendly, and it's it's something that's really easy to get done. And if you're thinking about it, you should definitely book an appointment to go and see Doctor Nudson or Doctor Vikram and and have a chat and and see if it's for you because. You know, people should be able to just go and do it just like they go and do anything else to, to make themselves feel good about the Absolutely. way they look and the, and, and the way that they, uh, they have a, their own little public profile. That's right. Yeah, no, and look, it's the idea is that make sure you go see someone who, who knows what they're doing. I mm. think because there are a lot, I mean, hair loss in essence is a multi-billion dollar industry. So there's mm. a lot of people out there trying to, 
you know, sell you a bill of goods on, on a variety of different things. So you want someone who's there for the entire journey, who's able to educate you on, on the, what your options are mm-hmm. and do that. So, and that there's lots of people out there that are doing it. So yeah, make sure you like find Like Shane Warne. Haven't seen him on the Ashley Martin ads anymore. Well, he was a hairpiece again. That's a hairpiece. It's yes. not, yeah, I, you know what? Oh, they I, call them units. I did well. notice that. I, yeah. I, 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 um, I've worked with him a couple of times and I, and I go, oh, have a little look. He does those ads. I went, that's a hairpiece. Yeah, so I, I believe he does. And he, huh? he, he markets it for, for the company that supplies him with the, with the hairpieces. What does he feed it? <laughs> that's horrible. No. I shouldn't say that. No, no. I, I remember uh, because my, my dad has that. And um, I remember the first time my, my brother, Lucas, found out. He was about seven or eight. Right. And he was in a food court at a shopping mall. And he's, he's sitting on dad's lap. And he looked up and he goes, oh, my God. My dad wears a hair hat. And it just echoed across the entire, in, the entire mall. And another time, sorry, Dad, I hope you don't mind. I'm sure you won't care. Uh, another time I, uh, I remember we're going scuba diving. Right. And, and it, it just sort of started to go like that oh, in the no. breeze, like a, like, like a clam. <laughs> but I, I looked at doing that years ago. I thought, yeah. well, Dad does it. You know, I'm going to look at doing it. But then I thought, no, let's go the whole hog. Let's yeah. do it properly. And it was nowhere near as scary as I thought it would be. It wasn't a, a very intrusive operation. And I, I think that it's something that, that people should be able to talk about and just Absolutely. say, hey, look what I did. I got some hair in the back, put it in the front. Easy. And, and I mean, to, to, your, to your case specifically, I mean, we're only, what, couple of weeks hmm. uh, after surgery not so even that a week and a half a week and a half yeah, yeah. so um, this is very early stage I, you know I'm not expecting to see anything for, for two or three months hmm. and then all of a sudden it starts thickening up and so uh, you know it's a gradual um, regrowth of hair which for some people is really good because some you know especially guys we talked about the difference between men and women about you know how they perceive cosmetic surgery and some guys don't want everyone to know that they've had that done hmm. So the gradual regrowth where it doesn't, you know, just a slow moving mm. growth of hair actually suits a lot of people because, you know, uh, you know, people you work with or interact with on a day-to-day basis may not pick it, pick it up. But you know, over time they go, oh, yeah, you look good. You look, you know, yeah, look thick, yeah you look uh, younger. Occasionally have someone come up to me or, or message me that um, probably every, every couple of months someone messaged me and said, hey, what have you done with your hair? It looks right. great. And, and I'll tell them because I don't, really like to keep secrets and no. if it helps people sure great and hopefully this is helping you at home <laughs> so how do people contact you what's the best way to to check out your site check out all of your work you've got your instagram oh yeah so we've got uh instagram hair surgeon uh we're at the nudson clinic and like i said we've got clinics in uh, uh i'm based in melbourne we've got clinics in sydney canberra um and here in brisbane and then uh, once a month, uh, I will uh, fly to Auckland to operate there. And uh, Dr. Nudson flies once a month uh, to Auckland. So we're there once every fortnight. So you can catch us on the uh, Nudson Clinic uh, website, nudsonclinic.com.au um, or nudson.com.au. And uh, do you mind if I plug one more thing? You can plug anything you like. Um, so we've actually... because. One of the things, uh, I was chatting with Russell about this before, one of the things that, that we see commonly is people come to see us and, you know, they think they know a lot of stuff about hair loss and mm. what the options are, but you find that, you know, they're getting the information from wrong places. Uh, and there's no real one portal on, on the internet mm. there you can go and go, right, okay, this is what 
I need. And this is the information I need to make an informed decision. Yeah, where is the best place to go to well, make an informed decision? Well, we thought we'd, we'd, try, we'd try that. So we've started our own, not, not, this, not this fancy, but we've started. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't a good little intro for what you've started. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not that. Well, the applause. Yay, what have you started? So we, we're trying our, our hand at podcasting. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we started something called the Hair Loss Show. Yeah. Uh, we're just in, uh, a few episodes in, and basically it is nothing to do, it's separate from the clinic, it's nothing to do with that. It is just the two of us talking about hair loss, what causes it, what are the options, you know, and all the intricacies about, you know, what what is going on there. So hopefully you can uh, watch the episodes, you can find out which one is applicable to you. It's for men, it's for women, uh, for everyone. Um, and then hopefully you can get enough information from there and um, then be able to, you know, be educated and then be able to make an informed decision. So that's mm. uh, that's on iTunes, uh, on Spotify. It's, uh, it's uh, will be... What's it called? The Hair Loss Show, and it's got its website. You get guests on there to talk about No, the, no, we just... Just you the, two? Just the two of us. Huh? I was Be- thinking I might get a guest spot, but that's cool. No, you, you can you yeah, That's fine. It's just you two. <laughs> hugging the limelight, that's fine. No. I mean, the, the interesting thing and where it came up was that uh, Russ and I meet on a monthly basis and some of the stuff that we talk about I constantly go you know I wish other people got a chance to listen in on that conversation yeah, because yeah. that's uh, that's Russell and I sort of going back and forth and going what do you think about this or why should we, tr- should we try that because we're always trying to m- make you know what we're doing trying to better it trying to so improve. you're trying to outdo each other is what you're saying uh, well, look that, how no, good my hair is no, look no. at my artwork yeah well, also the opposite <laughs> why haven't I got you know why is this up? so um it's uh, it's just a conversation between uh, two hair nerds, right? Uh, and because we're really excited about hair, and just uh, trying to listen in on that, and hopefully. Uh, get tidbits of information. So that's my only plug. People who are watching this probably thinking as well, uh, you know, what, what's it cost? I mean, is this thing going to cost me 50 grand? Like, yeah. what, what, are, what are the prices on it? So give people a rough idea. Yeah, uh, the, I don't know the answer to that question. What I mean by that... Because everyone's different. Everyone's different. Mm. And it really depends on what area you've got to cover, okay? And what sort of density you're looking for and the technique that you, you want to choose, all right? So again, it comes down to making sure that you are able to speak to your surgeon or someone who's who's going to do the open to give get a a, um, a good idea about what you need and then if you i mean if you go onto our website you know nutsinclinic.com.au we do have our price list on you there get a rough idea there and you can have a rough idea but it's based on basically it's charged per graft or per 100 graft and so there are there are uh, you know there's the whole price there so for me to say oh it's somewhere between you know, five and 15 grand. It doesn't doesn't help anyone because it varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. If you've only got a small area, of course, it's going to be a lot less. If you've got a lot, if you've got a full, you know, your scalp that's bald and you need to reconstruct the whole thing, it's going to cost a lot more. So... It's like building a house. Yeah, like anything. You want a bigger house? It's going to cost you a little bit more money. That's right. Dr. Vikram, thank you so much. Hey, Mike, pleasure. Thank hey, you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Russell Nutson and the Nutson yes. Clinic, thenutsonclinic.com.au. That's right. If you want to find out any more and make sure you check out their podcast. Thanks very much. Wait a minute. <laughs> And thank you to BSG. If you want to get yourself some podcast gear, maybe you guys need some podcast yeah, gear. Yeah, I know. You need, you need to talk to all the team over there. <laughs> Josh and the gang can hook you up with all the best road gear to get podcasting. And uh, and they can also help you out with uh, repairs and they, they sell speakers and microphones and the best DJ gear. And if you're thinking of starting a music career as well, 
BSG, Brisbane Sound Group, Josh and the team. Cool. Contact them. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Thanks very much for having me. Oh, and while I've got you, little reminder, and while I've got you, I just wanted to say thank you to the people who have given us five stars on this podcast. Whenever anyone gives us a rating on iTunes, it just it sends little little tingles up my spine. It makes me so incredibly happy. Just just a, a little five stars and saying you enjoyed the show, you listened to the show, you got something from it means the world to me. Us. So thank you for all of your reviews on iTunes. So please give it a go if you haven't yet. And thank you for watching, listening. And don't forget, if you uh, want to check out any of our other episodes, you can go to onthemic.com. Cheers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.